This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, I can't force quit you. Vasectomy smells like chicken. The theme from Hot Topic. Yeast and hops infection. The best of us and the worst of us. YouTube will never find that one. Almost Joe Pesci. Brad Hazard, super action man. Your Kazooie won't be able to play the banjo. If it's chicken ranch, there's many flavors that you can get. Schrodinger's can. Scott violates Kim's HIPAA again. A little baboon wheezy. Wezzy. Wezzy. Sorry. Proof is in the pissing. Wheezy. Uh, <laughs> uh, making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of the Super Tuesday Morning Stream. Then to you I say arigato. That's Japanese for thank you. I invented chicken. The morning stream. This is the morning stream. We're doing it for Kowalski. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the morning stream. It is Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Good morning. All of these things are true for Kowalski. For Kowalski. Never forget. Never surrender. He was, he, was, he was really the best of us, Brian. Kowalski was. He was. was both the best of us and the worst of us. That's true. And, uh, yep. And uh, also the the most Polish sounding of all of us. Yeah, of all of us, if we had to have someone who sounded like a Polish guy, Kowalski. He was our guy. <laughs> it was definitely Kowalski. Anyway. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We're going to do one today. We got stuff to do, things to yeah. discuss. We got guests mm-hmm. to have. We got news to cover. It's going to be a great day. We haven't had news in like three days because of long... Uh, trivia things but uh, right <laughs> that's right yes but today today is not that day today we will no, get to that news. we actually have news and we will get to it it's super tuesday scott oh yeah uh, good luck everybody in the super tuesday uh, b- uh battle off there what do you, you got a prediction what do you think's gonna who's gonna pull out and win Ooh, there? i think uh i think biden is going to um is going to ride the wave of support that uh Boot Edge Edge and Klobochar uh, have given him. Uh, Klobochar, well as, find He-Man. Klobochar. <laughs> um, did you? Is is Utah one of the Super Tuesday states? Colorado is. Uh, we did the early mail-in voting. Yes, we vote today, so I will be voting uh, today. Today I'm voting. So you go and do it. See, the good thing about you going and doing it today mm-hmm. is that you get an updated list of candidates. Right. When we did our mail-in vote, uh, Yang was on the ballot, uh, Buttigieg, Klobuchar. Yeah, that's uh, the problem Booker with the right early voting. The Your early voting for this stuff seems really dumb to me because... It does. Not, not dumb from a... Because what do they do a, with those votes? Do they just say, well, there's a vote for Buttigieg. Yeah, yeah I guess you just chuck it. And you don't do anything yeah. with it. That's just real weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, the super t- it's the superest of Tuesdays, everybody. So get yourselves together and... Fat Tuesday last week, Super Tuesday this week. What's yeah. next week, Scott? What ne- is Tuesday next week? Uh, next Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. It's also... Uh, super Fat Taco Tuesday. Super Fat Taco <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right. It hey, uh, all right. I'm kind of into it now. Happy yeah, I like it. 10th, March 10th, everybody. Super Fat Taco Tuesday. Fat, super Fat Taco Tuesday. But then how do you follow that up the next Tuesday? What's that? Super duper fat taco. I don't oh, know. Oh, Lord. Super, uh, I know. Super fat taco Tuesday 64. 
That's the next week. <laughs> Very good. Yes. That's how these things is go. They use, is they, what was the uh, what was their their technology that you bought that little? Oh, that the little Rumble thing Pack. You plugged into was it the Rumble Pack. Yeah, Rumble was the Rumble Pack. I thought there was another thing that you bought that you plugged into the actual oh. sixty four that gave it a faster processor deal. No, you're right. It had like a faster little video chip, and it was yes. called the. Oh, and uh, Tur Turok used it. Um, yes, yes, right. Was it the was Ram it just, Pack? It just a Ram Pack. I thought it was something more than that. It was like a, and not the Rumble Pack. It's not Rumble Pack. It's not All Ram right, Pack. Now, Shoot. I have to do this for you people. I have to go and search the web for... <laughs> yeah, what was that called? Exp just Expansion Pack? It was. Expansion Pack with no C in pack. Really? But, yeah, that was it. Oh, Nintendo 64 Expansion Pack. It had four megabytes of additional RAM. Which made it so the games could, you know, show more and do more. So it wasn't actually okay. a video upgrade, I guess. Oh, there jumper it is. Jumper yep. pack. There it is. Oh, jumper. The jumper the, pack. Was it called a jumper pack? Yeah. The jumper pack plugs, in, plugs into the console's memory expansion port. Jumper packs. Oh, no, that was... Uh... So, all right. In Japan, they called it... No, there it is. It is the expansion pack. The four, four megabyte. Four megabyte yeah. memory expansion pack. Because I remember that red cheese grater uh top to it yeah you'd shove that in there and it would like oh so it wasn't even in this it wasn't even in the cartridge slot it was its own slot no no it was like you pulled a little port off of the back of the nintendo 64 That's right jam that baby in there, there i think is. it was i want to say it was like 50 bucks or something it was oh i don't know what that what did it cost back in the day yeah i, I feel know. like i paid more for that than that maybe 75 i can't believe i bought it i had one of these Turok yeah. wasn't worth it. <laughs> no. It wasn't yeah, that thirty nine ninety nine on the on the DK Oldies site, yeah. original price. But I don't think that's the original original price. No, no, no. I think if we I'll bet it was something closer to well, it wouldn't have been over a hundred bucks, right? No way. No, no. Because yeah. the console itself, it seems like was what the console's like hundred and twenty nine or something. Hundred and twenty nine. Hundred and thirty, yeah, hundred and fifty maybe. Something. Yeah. yeah. Well, these those huh. are the days. Anyway. Uh, the day. Oh, that was a that was a sturdy mother scratcher that that uh, console. It's ugly as it hell, was. but it is a beast. Like that thing, you could throw it in the street and it would just survive. <laughs> and I and I liked I liked the three legged controller idea as like, all right, you can use these two to play this game, and then use these two to play this game, and then these outside two to play this other game. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And it's mm -hmm. in its own weird uh maybe what we need is for a future uh Sony or uh Microsoft controller to be basically a circle with a whole bunch of things sticking out the outside and you just keep rotating the controller to whichever. Oh, I need a dial and three buttons for this one. I'll use this perfect. one right here. Perfect, perfect. We look, we've just re we've created a whole new market for Nintendo they didn't even know they had. Oh man, I know. I think one I'm gonna make that, Scott. All I'm right. gonna kickstart it. All right, let me know how it goes. I'll, I'll be okay. your first uh, uh, supporter on there. It'll be USB port. No, it'll have to be. Uh, it'll have to be wireless. Damn it! Oh yeah, it'll have to be. Have be, to be. Yeah, it'll have to be Bluetooth. Oh, now the money's starting to pile up. It's gonna uh, get exactly. Expensive. Oh no! And now Chinese uh, delays. Chinese delays. Oh no! You're nobody can do the Chinese delays. Everything's delayed in China. Ah! <laughs> My neighbor went yesterday to the Costco and just bought everything they had. Man, just really? Everything. Water and uh, yeah, cleared them out. Purell and uh huh. Bought all the stuff. It seems uh, to be a bit of a thing. Also, emergency rate cuts from the uh, from the Fed today. Like everybody's reacting. It's uh, it's getting gnarly. It's getting uh, you know a little intense out you there. You know what? I have 
I don't have a worry in the world because Vice President Mike Pence <laughs> on the case. Oh, wait. Isn't he that guy that was in the NASA place and I had a giant sign that says, please don't touch this, and then he reached out and touched it anyway? Was that the guy? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. I'm sure it'll yeah, be fine. The space, space Force will kill coronavirus, Scott, with their Star Trek logo. I'm predicting it right now. It's going to happen. Okay. Well, at the very, I mean, he can pray, maybe. He could pray. That's right. Um, yes. What else could maybe. he do? Oh, we could blame. Anyway. He, he could blame. Oh, you know what? Tuesday, you know what he could can, do? We can, kind hey. of, we can kind of dance on the politics edge. We, we could. It's super, and it's Super Tuesday. We have to be able to do it a little bit <laughs> yes, today. That's right. Yes. Maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll blame it on the gays. Maybe he'll do that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Hey, I got a thing. I got a weird thing that happened yesterday, and I just thought I would share it uh, okay. because I'm. You know, we live in a time where you know cancel culture, as they call it, mm-hmm. is a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a thing. Yeah. Somebody does something you don't like, you're like, oh, I'm quitting you, and you and there's that's the end of that, right? Yes. Right. And unless you're broke back mountain, then I don't know how to quit you. <laughs> he doesn't know how to cancel him. So. That'd be great if they remade it today. It's I, I can't cancel you. That's what he'd say. I wish I knew how to control alt delete you. <laughs> Reboot him. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, you know, I got this comic, this uh Fred and Can business. Yes. Where I've, uh, I've heard you mention that. Yeah. Guy a single guy living with a can of expired cream corn. Right. Uh, who apparently talks to him and talks back and forth, and they kind of have this relationship, but nobody else really can hear it talk. So maybe Fred's crazy, maybe he's not. Um, that's the story. It's a weird comic. You should read it. FredCanComic.com. Now, here's the part part I wanted to get to, the cancellation part. I got an email yesterday, a long one, wherein I won't say his name because I'm not here to you know mm-hmm. throw out mm-hmm. dirty laundry. Basically, somebody is quitting me all of the things I do. He says, everything okay. I do and make, he is canceling in his life wow. because okay. of my misrepresentation of how CBD oil works in the latest Fred Can comic. <laughs> now, in the comic itself, Fred or Can is, without any explanation, is having a kind of a trip. And you can't yeah. really tell why. It's psychedelic behind him. In the final or the third frame, his, his can is twisting all up into a weird shape. And it looks mm-hmm. like he's kind of you know, exploding outward and he's describing, uh, you know, an existential trip through the cosmos. And at the end, that, that panel, by the way, uh, very, it, it reminded me a little bit of Jack Kirby. Oh, the, uh, the breaking apart thing with the, the, yeah, dots the twisting and stuff. around and yeah, little, little Jack Kirby, even a little Steve Ditko. Oh, interesting. I, like I, Mysterio, I, Mysterio era, Steve Ditko. I can totally see that now that you say it. Uh, so anyway, that's happening. And at the end, it turns out Fred, is uh, a can is just sitting on a table like always and the final frame is him on a table by a lamp and fred's digging through a a cupboard and saying have you seen my cbd oil while you know can continues to have his little trip the joke (laughs) is that can got somehow got into the cbd oil and you know is having a bit of a trip now here's the thing i already know i know that there's not thc in cbd oil i know that people aren't going to have these kinds of trips but it's about a can of expired cream corn who may or may not be real, who is experiencing this trip. And this guy took this so seriously, <laughs> my representation of seaweed oil so seriously that he has quit everything I do. He has essentially banned me from the Internet and not in a joking way. He was serious. He's like, wow. I'm canceling all the shows. I'm taking off all my subscriber stuff. I can't deal with somebody who misrepresents how the science behind CBD oil works. I can't support someone who does that. 
does he work for big CBD? Like people have been vilifying CBD oil and confusing it with, with weed gummies for too far, too long, Scott. And this has to end here and it has to end now. Maybe, maybe he's, maybe that's, maybe that's, you know, he's got some stake in all this. I don't know. I don't know. But my, my point to him was the comic is about a (laughs) expired can of sentient cream corn. In fact, I don't even know if the can sentient or the corn is. Like, we don't know enough about him to even know about that. If he's listening, and I bet he is, by the way, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to say to you. I don't know what to say. What do yeah. we say to somebody like that? I don't know what to say. It's a joke. It's not it meant to. Me, uh, reminds me of a letter I sent a while back. Dear Gary Larson, <laughs> cows cannot stand up, smoke cigarettes, and say the word car when they see a car approaching. I'm done with the far side. Good day, sir. Good day. This is this is science most foul. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm just not going to talk to him. I don't know what to say. I don't even know how to reply. Like, how do you reply to that? That's an insane amount yeah. of of anger over a thing that is... Do you do, does he do this with other stuff like when I don't know I'm trying to think of a good example. The Simpsons aren't they make you think everyone's yellow. Well, they're not yellow, and sir, I've quit Fox and all of its content because the Simpsons are yellow. <laughs> like, what do you do? Right, exactly. I don't, I don't think you can do anything. I, th- I think all you can do is say, I guess the CBD oil, CBD oil isn't mellowing. Let me try. Let me try this one one more time, Scott. Okay, go for it. Because I want to sell it. I want to sell it. All right, I'm ready. Well, I guess all you can say is, I guess the CBD oil isn't mellowing him out. Oh, I got. Oh, hey, ah, yeah, oh, hey, we got oh. it. We did it. Good job. Anyway, I just wanted to get that dude out of my system because, man, what a pisser. Yeah, he's a, maybe he's having a bad trip because it's expired cream corn. Maybe, maybe, maybe none of this. Maybe the can's not really there, and this is all in well, Fred's imagination, really there, right? I mean, I mean, the can's there. We know the can's there. <clears throat> the can is physically just, there, but we, we just don't know if it's sentient or not. We I mean, don't know Fred if he's real. Fully believes that he's sentient. Right, Fred is a hundred percent on board with him being a yeah. sentient can of expired cream corn. So <clears throat> we'll see if this gets addressed. In the- Scott's next uh, comic is going to feature uh, Fred and Ken discussing the death of Mikey from uh, Life Serial, who OD'd on Pop Rocks and <laughs> Pepsi. I mean, I do have a really wicked ending for the thing some years from now. I have a really, really? yeah, and it's not, it would really tear people a new one, and I'm not ready to divulge wow, it. Okay, yeah, but, but it'll be, well, we'll see if I can, you know, if I can build up enough love for the characters over time. Uh, we'll see if I drop that bomb or not, because it could be okay. it could be All something. Right. By the way, yeah. I mean we've we've already seen me make uh, sort of an appearance on the cartoon. Uh, the can is Brian Dunaway, isn't it? <laughs> Between you and me, the can is really well. Brian technically, the expired cream corn par, but yes, yes, <laughs> not the not the shell of the can, no, but the, not the, the shell contents of the can. exactly. <laughs> and by the way, that character, um, I haven't decided what to name you yet, but you'll you'll appear there again. You're in. You're, oh, you're not a one off. You're uh you're going to be a regular. Great. When you know when when Fred ventures outside his doors, he, he will often run into this guy. So, can, can that guy maybe be coming back from the gym at some point? <laughs> <laughs> can he come back from the gym and just be all svelte and buff? Coming back from stomach stapling surgery, or uh... <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, Benjamin says it should be Ryan Abbott. That's not bad. Right. Ryan Abbott, yeah. No, Ryan, Brian, how about Ryan Burnham, Abbott? Burnham Ibbett. Yeah, burn him in a bit. 
Your name could be Burnham. You know, I can make your last name Burnham. I don't know. I got to. I got to workshop it. But sure, we'll see. Sure. All right. Uh, there's that. Then also, I wanted to dedicate today's show, including yeah. my uh, my anger uh, rant about uh, guy who quit me. You get it all. When you get the dedication, you get uh, all the nuts and soap. That's right. Um, we want to dedicate today's episode to Mark, aka Curly from Boston. He wrote, he wrote in and says this, says, hey there, I had a request for you uh, on Twitter. I'm CurlyQ70, asking for a shout out on my 50th. He turns 50 today. Wow. Woo! Happy That's, birthday, man. That's awesome. Welcome, welcome to, the, to the 50 Club. Yep, welcome to the party, buddy. Just just look welcome at it this party, way. Party officer. If this was uh, 1820, uh, we'd all be dead by now because no one lived. <laughs> nobody lived past 25 back then. So welcome. Enjoying my later years of 50. <laughs> Uh, he says, the date is March 3rd. I've been listening to you guys for about seven years, and you are all the closest thing to people, or to my people, I've ever come in contact with. Uh, I like your <laughs> the first way of saying it better. Closest yeah. thing to people. Yeah, well, we're pretty close to being like people. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'm grateful for all that you do for the tadpole, and I hope we are around for many, many more years. Uh, if it's not too late, could I request the happy birthday song from 16 Candles? Uh, that may be a different day. <laughs> yeah. I think, my, I think he's looking for the... Happy birthday from Karate Kid. Oh, is that the one? Wait. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, is that what he means? I think that's what he means. Oh. I think he might be thinking it's sung by Lung Duck Dong, but really it's sung by Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Neither I, one of them. No. An Asian stereotype of any sort. No, no, I wasn't even going to say it, but you're right. That's good that you said it. Okay, here it is. <laughs> Happy birthday. All right, there you go. Happy birthday. <laughs> YouTube will never find that one. <laughs> you have never dinged me on that one. They've never got oh, really? me on that one. It's yeah. never, that's never been a problem? No. Nope. Cool. Short enough, I guess. Weird enough. Uh, maybe the studio who ha owns it doesn't care. I don't know. YouTube. You never know what you're going to get. Oh, right. Matuba. No, but he's saying uh, the Beatles birthday. The Beatles birthday song. Not, uh, not, oh. the, not the Linda Hill Linda Hill? Say it's your birthday. That one? Is that the one? Yeah. Okay. That's the one he's saying. Sing the Beatles. I only have You know what? For Curly, Curly, I'm going to play the remaining files I have that have the word birthday in them. Okay? So here's one here. cool. When's your birthday? Okay. That's today. Today's your birthday. How about this one? Will you light a candle and remember me on my birthday? Okay. All right. How about this one? I can't believe this. They forgot my birthday. Now that's from After 16, 16 candles. candles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, and then this one. <laughs> uh, that just says annoying wow. birthday prank. I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Curly, we hope you have a great yeah. one, dude. Happy go, birthday, Curly. Yeah, go party and 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 uh, don't. He's he's a very it. frequent uh, tweeter to us, and I love the stuff he says. Yeah, he's a good guy. We like yeah. him. Final email came from Corey. Wrote in and says uh, his subject line was Tom Nook, you know, from the uh, Animal mm -hmm. Crossing business. Sure. How long do we have, Scott? Uh, let's see. I don't have an exact time, but it's the 20th. So what's today? The third. So we got uh, 17 days. There we go. Good. Is that right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, hey, Scott and Brian, you were talking about how greedy and grimy Tom Nook is. And you aren't alone oh. in this thought, but I'm here to defend him. And other landlord or mortgage companies. Oh, sorry. Uh, what defend other? him. What other landlord or mortgage companies tells you you can tells you? Let me tell you this. 
uh, <laughs> that you can pay back your loan at whatever rate or as slow as you need and with no interest. On top of that, when you pay him off, he gives you an addition and the same rules apply. This is very generous and unheard of. So why all the hate? Love the show, though, Corey. I mean, okay, sure. But the thing is in that game, you can't do anything without that dude fronting the bill. Right, right. And so no matter what it is, he's like, oh, you can't do that until I give you cash to then go buy a thing so then you can do the thing. He yeah, is, but all right, it's, it's like Smelly Tony in, in Grand Theft Auto or whatever the guy's name is that you know, gives you all Tony. the jobs to do. <laughs> There's gay Tony in Grand Theft Auto 4. Is it gay Tony? Okay, no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking no. of the, uh, the the mafia gangster guy, the first one you come in contact with in the nightclub. It's not a rigga Tony chat room. <laughs> Smelly Tony. My memory is in Grand Theft Auto uh, 3, which was the first 3D one, the yeah, first uh, yeah. blowout one, that the, my yeah. memory was you, you, the protagonist, never said a word, but mm-hmm. Joey Pants, I think, was the guy that gave you the jobs. Joey Pants. Joey Pants? You yeah. mean Joe Pantoliano? Yes. I think he act voice acted that. If I'm oh, not... I think he did, yes. Is that right? That wasn't, his, that wasn't his character in the game, though. No, right? no, 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 no. No, it was something else. Um, let me see if I can find this. Okay. GTA yeah. 3, Joey Pantoliano. No, no. He played the character. Uh, Luigi Gotorelli. Yep. Luigi Gotorelli. 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 Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh... And he's great. We love him. You see this steak? My mind is telling me that this is just a crappy piece of meat, but because I'm in the Matrix, it's going to be the most delicious piece of steak I've ever eaten. <laughs> but I know it's not real, yet here I am. Me, 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 me. It's a great scene. You're supposed to yeah. learn something from that I'm scene. I'm almost Joe Pesci. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is almost Joe Pesci. <laughs> Just right, you know, right on the edge. Just almost right, there. Exactly. I love that guy, though. I wish he was in more stuff too. now. I feel like me we don't too. see him a lot anymore. What's What's no. he doing? What's Joe Pantino? Favorite uh, Joey Pants movie for me is uh, is Memento. Love him in Memento. Right. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. He's very good in that. Um, comes to an untimely, um, untimely beginning. Because you can't really say he comes to an untimely end yeah. <laughs> in that movie. He comes to an untimely beginning. He's a he's a great he's a great character in uh the Bad Boys movies. We saw him on Film Sack as Captain Howard. He was the yeah, angry right. angry police captain. And yeah, he's in the new he's one. In the, uh, he's in the new one. He's in Bad Boys for Life. Oh, yeah, look at this. He's working just look at all these things he's in. Ah, oh, he's fine. Oh, Blue Ridge John has to put the actual quote. Okay, fine. Yeah. You know, I know this steak doesn't exist. I know that when I put it in my mouth, the Matrix is telling my brain that it's juicy and delicious. After nine years, you know what I realize? Ignorance is bliss. Listen, that's great and all, but we have our own version in our head. Yeah, okay? exactly. Let, let, let me Mandela my own uh, Joey Pants line from the Matrix. Yeah, Reg, Red uh, Red Ridge Jim. That's your name because that's in my head is Red Ridge Jim, not Blue Ridge John. <laughs> uh, he, play, he was recently on SpongeBob SquarePants playing a character called Sticky Finn's Whiting. That sounds like a, nice. a mobster type character. Nice. And he was a mobster in Goonies. He was one of the uh one of the two brothers that worked for uh, Throw Mama from the Train. That's right. He's getting on too. Fifty nine years or fifty one no, he's born in fifty one. That makes him sixty seventy sixty or yeah, sixty nine, yeah. Sixty nine? What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. He was good in Daredevil and Cadaveri. You're right. All right. Anyway. Thanks right. for your emails. We appreciate it. Now we'll do a thing we haven't done in days. Check it out. Watch the news. It's time for the news brought to you by 
Have you tried Read It Later services only to find that they end up just as a list of articles that you're never, ever going to get around to? Try ListenLater.fm. This is a Read It Later service for your ears. Listen Later gives you a personal podcast feed that you can add to your podcast player. Then, as you're browsing online, you send Listen Later articles you want to read. It nearly instantly converts the articles into audio podcasts read by your favorite rock musicians no that's not that last part's not true please go to listenlater.fm to try it for free sounds good to me all right check this out a baboon escaped a vasectomy op at a testing lab and fleed with two female monkeys (laughs) i'm getting out of here and i'm taking these two ladies with me that's right you're not taking you're not cutting my vast deference i'm leaving (laughs) that's right is that right? That's what you cut, that right? Is, that's exactly what they cut, yeah. Yeah. You had yours snipped I, or burned or whatever. I had mine done, and uh, the weirdest part of that whole thing, so it was obviously a local anesthetic and yeah. not a general, Yeah. and um, I smelled the smoke uh, from them cauterizing it. Ugh. Ugh. So, smelling them burning the ends of my vas deferens. Gross. Gross. Mm-hmm. Can you compare it yeah. to anything? Could you say, oh, it's like uh, uh, pork, it's fried like pork. Chicken. chicken. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That sounds so bad. It smells like chicken cooking. Is there a Chipotle near here? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a Burger King? I swear I'm smelling some flame broiled burgers. It sounds really bad. Um, I have not had this done. And the reason I haven't, let me tell you why I haven't. First of all, okay. Kim had to have a... Uh, it was for some other reason, it's- though hysterectomy yeah but she had one because of some other re- it wasn't because we don't we were done having kids it was because there was some other reason she had to i can't remember what it was it wasn't like a life-threatening thing it was like a well you can do this or you can get the hysterectomy and we were like well we're done so go ahead so <laughs> so there's the one reason so there's motivation number one i don't need to do it number two boy it's a lot of tmi for the chat here's number two <laughs> when the world ends from the great yeah. virus that starts the stand of the book oh, the stand from sure. stephen king sure Someone's going to need my genetic material to continue on the human race. So, right. Yeah. So let me know, ladies. It was, it was basically like a uh, planning for the future post-apocalyptic uh, situation. <laughs> yep. All right. It's you or me, hon. I think the world needs more Scott Johnsons. That's right. If I survive this, yes. test tubes for everyone. All right. That's right. Uh, anyway, so this baboon <laughs> was scheduled to have a vasectomy and made a daring escape with two of his lady friends near a hospital in Sydney. <laughs> this is great. Uh, footage captured by stunning a stunned pedestrian showed the trio of primates running loose in a park uh, at the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital just before 5.30 p.m. local time, right before drive time. Oh, look at this. In the movie adaptation, he's going to be played by James Franco. Actually, here, look at this. Hold on. I'm gonna oh, show what's gotta... that? Look at that. So my wife, my wife brought it down. So, wow. uh, wait, did you include his name here somewhere? Crap, I don't remember his real name because I only know his Twitter account. So somebody just sent this giant Mad Max Fury Road poster, which I'm going to unwrap and hang in our movie room. That's Uh, cool. It just showed up yesterday. It was the nicest thing. And he says, thanks for all the stuff you've done for all these years. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Nice. It's such a nice gesture, and it's all framed. It is. It's beautifully framed. And look, That's very cool. Furiosa and uh, uh, Jim Bob McGee over there shooting people. Is even... that like, uh, did they design that in Photoshop with the, what a lovely, like, do their own compositing kind of thing? I don't know that, where uh... that's from, if that's part of the deal, or if that was like an add-on, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. It, it looks like it was Photoshopped on there. <laughs> it does look, well, it does look uh, customized. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, this is going up, and we are all better for it. Thanks, honey. What? What's going up? Are you talking about erections? What are you talking about? 
We were just talking about how my genetic material will continue on when the when the virus wipes out most of the earth. Because I didn't get a hysterectomy. Or I mean a <laughs> the male version. No, you didn't have a hysterectomy either. I didn't have that either. You're right. Uh, all right. Where the hell was I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's running around. The baboons have run the med- or run off the medical research facility toward the parking ambulance. Uh, NSW Health Minister Brad Hazard. Oh! Nice. Gotta love... Gotta love the Australian health minister, Brad Hazard. Brad Hazard, Hazard man. How cool Brad is Hazard. that? I'm the New South Wales health minister. <laughs> uh, of course. Let me finish my meat pie and I'll <laughs> try and stop those baboons. <laughs> he just sounds like a... Rack like, off, you <laughs> nutbag. He's like a super, he's like a super uh, action man. Brad Hazard. He is. <laughs> Brad Hazard, yeah. I love it. Um, it says he was in there to get the thing in the hospitals, being accompanied by his two wives to keep him comfortable. Really? That's hilarious. Like they, so they brought the, the two female baboons in yeah. there to, uh, to just like keep him, like hold calm his him hands. down. Yeah. Hold his hands. They say his, <laughs> they say his wives, I assume they're just his mates, right? I mean, they didn't get married. Well, who knows what they do in Australia? I don't know. Yeah. I wonder what they did there. That's weird. Anyway, it says uh, we had a little baboon wezzy. We had a little wezzy. We uh, married the two of them, married the three of them. It says, uh, oh, they, they did pick him up. They're, he's still going to have his operation. The two wives are getting returned to the uh, colony. They call it a colony. Okay. Um, uh, but he's not going to be able to make any more babies. That'll be the end hmm. of that. Because, you know, you're getting your, your noodle chopped there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's not that. Otherwise, uh, That'd be very disappointing. That'd be castration. That's right. That would be. It says here, one woman yeah. said uh, her daughter who worked at the hospital had watched the entire thing unfold. My daughter is an occasional, sorry, occupational therapist at the RPA. And she said, yes, mom, I just helped wrangle them. She told 2GB, which is two gigabytes. Two, two gigabytes. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> two GB. It's a news source that uh, only gets through about a third of the day. Before they have so. to stop. No, sounds right. They can make it through half the day if they don't use any photographs. Nailed it. I'm sure that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a very high resolution on the no, it's not. the photos. <laughs> All the news that fits in two gigs. I mean, it was really good back in the day, but right now. Yeah. Not so much. Hey, it's so much more than you got in your your Nintendo sixty four expansion pack. Yeah, your four megabyte expansion pack. That's right. Boy, thank goodness we had that, because where else was I going to spend 80 bucks or whatever it was? Did anyone find out in the chat what that cost in the day? Like when I, if I bought it new, what was I paying for that? Now we must know. N64 expansion yeah. oh, yeah. pack <laughs> price at launch. Okay, so launch price. Yeah. Oh, 50 bucks. You're right. It was 49.95. Okay. Yeah. 1998. Not a requirement. It was just there to nope. juice performance nope. for gamers that decided to apply. Be, you ain't going to be killing any dinosaurs in Turok without it. Nope. You're, you're, you're only right. going to get Diddy or DK, but not both in Donkey Kong Country 2. Unless you gonna... Yeah. Here's a great question. Does the N64 expansion pack improve all games? It says, it does improve the graphics and adds features on games that are made for it. However, it does not improve older games made before the release of the pack. You can only do half a barrel roll. In Star Fox 64, with the expansion, without yep. the expansion pack, just, just ask your Slippy. Kazooie will not be able to play the banjo. No, no. Well, Did I, you hear about that woman? Speaking of uh, um, surgeries, while well, yeah. speaking of the banjo, is what made me think of this. Yeah. There was a violinist <clears throat> who had brain surgery, and oh, 
Oh, she played it to the play whole time. the violin the entire time to make sure that she didn't forget how to play the violin. Right. I heard about this, and isn't so. I think that's a thing they try to do with a lot of brain surgeries because there's not going to be any pain up there anyway, other than the mm-hmm. you know you can do a local for the as we saw from Ray Liotta and oh yeah, what he's eating his brain. to the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that called? That was called. Uh, it was. Uh, it was, uh, was Le- it? Uh, Hannibal. 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 Yeah, just like the yeah. show. It's like the TV show. Uh-huh. Anyway, so yeah, he uh, she uh, did this thing, and I guess they do this a lot, where people read a book or something, and if they're really? reading, and they're reading out loud, if they start to go, and then the dog, chicken, fart, monkey, poo, mother, cheese, then you realize, uh-huh. then you're like, oh, we're, we're poking into a, this is a problem. We don't want to be messing with that lobe. <laughs> Isn't it too late, though, at that point? Like, if- <laughs> I don't know, because I think you can just, I think if you just, like, touch Undo. areas <laughs> oh gotcha sure yeah i think if you just even just like graze it you can cause somebody to go off track so she was probably yeah. doing one of those things where she's like all right keep playing because that's like your main skill and mm-hmm. if, if for some reason she starts going then we know we've got we gotta back up or whatever right, right. i think that's what it is what, what would you pick for your thing to do while they worked on your brain to make sure that you were still functioning host tms <laughs> they're doing it right now as a matter of fact yeah yeah you don't want to have them do this while you're playing a video game like resident evil or something <laughs> no no oh my gosh no by, by the way <laughs> by the way jack, that reminds me jack fox in our in our community fine member of our community uh-huh. um got wind that i was going to absolutely 100 percent boycott avoid the remake of resident evil 3 that's coming out this year and I, I was very adamant. I'm like, I that last one scared the shice out of me. I don't want to do this again. I don't want to do it again. So sure. he also, but he knew the rule. And the rule was, if somebody buys that game, <laughs> I have to do it. He bought it, <laughs> so I have to do it. Yeah, you're stuck. That's yeah. great. So we'll I love see. that. That's a that's a, a rule. Yeah, and Jamie's all stoked about it because Jamie gets to find a bunch of screaming noises. So he's yeah, really. So, oh yeah, it's going to be tons. Yeah. So anyway, I will host TMS having brain surgery. No problem. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Problem is I don't have a reason to have brain surgery yet. Sure. Let's hope Let's hope we never do. I don't, you know, of all the things to get, all right, there's a lot of yeah. things you can have go wrong in your life. Sure. Physical, sure. whatever. Um, different cancers, different whatevers. I feel like a big, cancerous or otherwise, big fat tumor in the brain has to be mm-hmm. one of the worst because mm-hmm. For sure. those give you the worst, like, world cracking headaches um you and know they debilitating I mean, you, can't, oh. you can't get much more invasive than having to crack your skull open and work on your brain right you could cut my arm off i would rather they say hey i'm cutting your arm off from the elbow down yeah then them say we have to remove a tumor from your brain now what if though what if they say well we did just buy this nintendo expansion pack and we can actually install it Okay. While we're in there working on your brain, still and only, give you four extra megabytes of storage. Only fifty bucks, though. Still fifty bucks. Only fi- oh, still just fifty bucks. Got fifty bucks. Got fifty bucks. All right, then I'm in. I'm in. All right, cool. I would cool. draw just fine, Bobby Franks, because I can take my left arm. Don't take my right one. Now, if they take my right one, I just train the left one to do it. If they're taking both my arms, I'm going to become one of those people that eats and draws with his feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any of this. Um, yeah, right. don't battle on any of that Check this out. We're talking about all this medical stuff. Why not this one? Doctors report the first known case of a person who urinates alcohol. Pure and alcohol. his name is Brian Ibbett. That's right. Thank you, everybody. That's right. Brian's got bottles all piled up. He's just filling them up. <laughs> uh, this is a woman, actually, in Pittsburgh. Became the first documented case of a living person. I don't know why. Maybe dead people can. I don't know. 
uh, of an unusual medical condition where alcohol naturally brews in the bladder from the fermentation of yeast. The condition, which researchers propose, or uh, yeah, propose to call either bladder fermentation syndrome or urinary autobrewery syndrome. Which of those two do you prefer, Brian? If you neither <laughs> of them sounds really good. Bladder fermentation syndrome, urinary autobrewery. So she has not only does she have a yeast infection, she's got a yeast and hops infection. Yeah, basically. But for, but she's. <laughs> Can she make light beer? Can she do? <laughs> is it just whiskey level stuff? Next month it'll be mead. Yeah, because the fact we'll that we'll be tapping cider. <laughs> Whoop! Today's a brown ale. No, you never know what you're gonna get. Stout. Stout. Oh, it's very very stout today. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. It's probably a miserable condition. I don't actually probably know. yeah. Uh, says it's similar to another incredibly rare condition uh, where simply ingesting carbohydrates can be enough for you to become inebriated. So she becomes drunk and urinates the raw alcohol. Wow, just by having carbs. Just by, by eating by like a pizza. A bowl of rice. Yeah, bowl yes. of rice. Exactly. Eat a bowl of rice. Ah, I'm yes. feeling the oh, buzz. Oh, does she make sake if she has a bowl of rice? Yes. That's the Yes. It's not racist cool. at all. I'll say that. That's fine. Well, no. It, it really is racist. It's sake not. comes from rice. It's totally not racist. No, you're totally right. You're totally right. Yeah science uh, if she eats potatoes she makes vodka if she uh hey, hey irish people don't like that irish people juniper that. berries then she makes uh gin oh the, the europeans are mad now because you said <laughs> it says in the new case doctors became aware of what seemed to be a related syndrome after attending upon the 61 year old patient who was presented with liver damage and poor controlled uh diabetes i mean these are all things that would come from this carb problem uh, the woman visited the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center at Presbyterian Hospital, and uh, she was going in there to do a liver trans- transplant wait list thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they checked her out more and found out her her uh, her pee tested for alcohol showing con- uh, consistently positive. Wow. Uh, let's see. The test results for ethanol and urine test results for ethylglutronide and ethyl sulfate. In which are the metabolites of ethanol were negative, whereas urine test results were for ethanol were positive. So she was peeing out straight ethanol. Uh, furthermore, in addition they say to the, the, pr- the proof is in the pissing. Yeah, the proof is always in the piss. Yeah. Oh, I wish we said the thing like, what do they say in Europe? I'm, t- I'm just taking the piss. I wish we said I'm that. Just taking, just taking the piss. I'm just taking the piss. Meaning you're getting teased, right? Or you're getting, you're getting. Uh, joshed or whatever you'd say here. What would right. we say? Oh yeah. Well, if you get pissed. You it's when you're getting, getting drunk. When you get drunk, right? Yeah. But if right. you say, but if you're if you're teasing somebody and you're like, ah, your head looks like a dork or whatever, and he goes, hey, leave me alone. He goes, ah, I'm just taking the piss. Isn't that a thing people say? Yeah, yeah, I'm just taking the piss. Yes, yeah. I forget how. That goes. But my my joke worked on two levels because uh, proof is also a measure of alcohol. Oh, level. hey, right? So I twenty, see. you know, hundred proof or hundred twenty proof. Or I whatever. see what you did. I see what you did. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very, All right. Very good. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. As we were. Let's talk about Hot Pockets. It's been a while. Hot Pockets. <laughs> or as Brian Dunaway calls them, Hot Topic. Hot Topic. That was so funny. He thought he was doing the <laughs> the theme from Hot Topic. It's, there is no theme. It was Hot right. Pockets. Uh, all right. So here's the deal. My, uh, Hot Pocket heiress Michelle Janavs. Janavs, probably. Sure. Sure. Was sentenced to five months imprisonment. In the college admissions scam that we've all heard so much about, mm. yeah, didn't, didn't know the hot pocket uh, heiress was uh, was wrapped up in this thing. No, former food company executive Michelle Janvas Vetnavs, whatever it is, this Michelle lady was sentenced to five months in prison Tuesday for paying bribes for college admissions scam, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Massachusetts. 
Is she going to get a cell or just a crisping sleeve? She. <laughs> I mean, you know my answer. You know what I want. <laughs> you know exactly what I want out of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, her family invented Hot Pockets. Uh, that's where this all came from. She paid the sure. scheme's mastermind, Rick Singer. This is the dude that is in all these cases. $100,000 to cheat on two of her daughter's ACTs and agreed to pay two hundred grand to have one of her daughters admitted to the University of Southern California as a fake beach ball volleyball, sorry, a fake beach volleyball recruit. <laughs> she was going to a beach ball uh, scholarship. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always the one at concerts who brings one along to hit, hit around the audience. And uh, That's when the gig was up. The gig was up when, the minute they said right. beach ball. And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, so anyway, this is all according to the sentencing memorandum. Jarvis Janavis, whatever her name is, age 49, was one of four defendants who are far and away the most culpable parents in the admission scandal. Uh, it says in the memorandum, uh, she and three others are repeat players who engage in the conspiracy again and again over years. In between hot pockets, I guess. I don't know. Uh, in October, she pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit mail fraud and wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. She's also ordered to pay two hundred fifty grand in fines uh, and to serve two years of supervised release after prison. Uh, the government had recommended a 21-month ser- uh, ser- uh, sentence. Um, let's see. Her attorney said the actual sentence reflects that she is a profoundly good person. Who profoundly good person? Wow. I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean... I think she's going to find that in prison, uh, <laughs> Hot Pockets probably means something different. Ooh, like, I didn't think like, of that. What's that going to be? I mean, what kind of prison is this even going to be, though? It's going to be some weenie prison. Like, no big deal, right? Yeah, like, probably. Right. Low oh, end. She's not, going to, she's not going to Rikers. No. <laughs> who was it that was, oh, uh, Bl- Blagojevich, who just got pardoned mm-hmm. or, or commuted, I guess. Um, apparently, his prison was, like, super fancy. I don't understand mm. why these guys, why white collar dudes go to such fancy prisons. Put white collar crime. Put them in the pit. Put them in the pit, man. They, you think they deserve to be in the, the same place, the same kind of prison as rapists and murderers? and? Yes, I do think they should be there. They're, they're, they're committing felonies just like they did. Like, go to, <laughs> like, I don't think there's, is that why they don't? Is it because they are, they get a, um, yeah, I mean, minimum security, maximum security. I think the, um, the prison connects with or fits the the level of severity of the crime and danger to yourself and others. Yeah, but like, so he was he was probably basically in like a uh, a chalet with bars on the window. But if you're <laughs> but if you're in like if you're a inner city guy and you bounce five checks mm-hmm. and you go to prison, you go to the bad one. You don't go to a nice no, I don't one. Think you do because you're no. not white. I think you do. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's equality across the board. Oh, you think here. it's based on what part, like what um, uh, income, socioeconomic bracket you come from? Oh yeah, like there's got to be because like if you, I know there there are too many people that I've seen, mostly through my sister's work when she was here and she was dealing with like, you know. <laughs> Well, here's what we'll do. We're going to wildly speculate, and then we're going to get an email from Bronco tomorrow explaining. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. He'll probably, but see, he only knows the Canadian. Uh, they just slap you that's on the wrist and true. say, yeah, hey, now, long- security in Canada. Yeah, as long as you're sorry, it's okay. You can go ahead and oh, go. You stole a six pack of Tuborg. You're going to the pokey, mister. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there's some inequity there. Sure. I could be wrong. 
rich white guys seem to get away with it is what i'm saying mm-hmm. they seem to uh all right uh <laughs> four, four four uh thor four two three one says it's tough in white collar prison the waiters are so slow there and the ambiance is lacking <laughs> <laughs> i mean not wrong yeah um real quick what was i gonna say oh is it weird that i, I i'm not kidding about this i'm slightly slightly hungry for a hot pocket now is that weird oh yeah no it's not weird at all i mean whenever we talk about food on the show we kind of get hungry for that food it's bad though those are bad they are bad oh yeah that's diarrhea pockets uh, right right. exactly they don't make like a uh grilled veggie hot pocket no (laughs) it's like sauce with cheese and meat products that's pretty much it all right. I didn't go to I didn't go to Tokyo Joe's yesterday. I think I'm going to go today, but I did stay stay here and I took uh so you know those bags those um they're in the produce section bags of salad. Yeah. Like it's got everything you need to make a Caesar salad. Yeah, I like those. Uh, I took I took one of those. Mm-hmm. Took some grilled chicken. I took maybe maybe a third of a bag of one of those. Some grilled chicken, threw it all on a tortilla, squirt, squirted some Caesar dressing on it as well yeah rolled it up and had a uh, caesar wrap a chicken oh, caesar wrap look at that easy yeah easy oh this is like the the, the foundation of some future restaurant you're gonna launch this is great <laughs> if it's chicken wraps if it's chicken wraps you know what it'd be the easiest damn thing to do right yeah, there nice, Just, uh, nice take job. the caesar salad uh <clears throat> mix the pre-mix bag stuff and dump it into it dump the dump the salad into the thing that's right <laughs> I had a similar uh, thing yesterday. Although it was all salad, but <clears throat> I, ate, I ate well yesterday. So trying to trying yeah. to trying yeah. to re up my my plan here. I gotta yeah. I'm I've, I've plateaued. Do, so I will do Tokyo Joe's today. Oh, you know what? Though right next to Tokyo Joe's is uh, <laughs> I love is, that. Uh, you got this place all figured mod, out, and you're like, oh, there's a place mod, next to it. Mm. Yeah, but see, right next to Tokyo Joe's is Mod Pizza. I could just get a get a cauliflower crust pizza. Yeah. And feel even better about myself. That's right. Oop, that was a weird noise. Yes, you could t- you could completely absolutely All right, I might do, do that. that. I might do that. You know what? You keep jury busy. I'll be back. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be back All in right. half an hour. Probably plenty to talk about, so I think you'll have time. <laughs> uh hey, ABC's doing a spin-off of The Bachelor again, but this time it's for senior citizens. Senior citizens. Yeah, is that sweating to the oldies. Aren't you Let's a aren't you a fan or no, it's your wife that likes it or something. It's it's we're both we're both watching it yeah we're not fans we're yeah. not part of bachelor nation hashtag yeah. yeah uh but we are we're watching it you know it started out as like all right let's watch the first one because it's it's all these women showing up in limousines but they come out individually one at a time and they have to do something crazy to like make a first impression with the with the bachelor yeah and uh unfortunately we watched that and then we were just like well screw it we're kind of in now for the whole damn season <laughs> but gotcha. yeah we hate watch it it's exactly what it is um that's how i feel about i was there's a big rigmarole on twitter about it that's how i feel about nip tuck i just I hate watch mm-hmm. it when i've whenever i've seen it i just hate when i'm watching mm-hmm. don't like yeah it. We, i mentioned we talked about that or you talked about that on twitter and i responded yesterday mm-hmm. but it's that's exactly what it is it's like no we would not we we know what we're watching it's like it's like eating a pint of ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what I'm doing is bad. Yeah. But I'm still going to do it and whatever. Yeah. I do this with um, 
uh, fail videos. I could just watch fail videos for yeah. hours. <laughs> right. And I know yes. that it's I know that it's just not good to just watch people wipe out on their skateboards over and over, but I just do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I get it, Brian. Don't feel bad is what I'm saying. Don't feel bad. <laughs> good. Good. You well, know. this maybe this new one will be your thing. ABC is opening up the playing field to uh the field of love to senior citizens. Last night's or during last night's episode of The Bachelor is a few days ago now. Um ABC aired a casting call for people over the age of 65 who are looking for love. In all the wrong places. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, when you visit abc.com slash casting, their description of the new Bachelor fr- uh, franchise reads this. Uh, now casting seniors looking for love. Are you entering your golden years and looking for romance? The producers of The Bachelor are looking for active and outgoing single men and women in their golden years for a new exciting dating show. Uh, Robert Mills, the head of ABC's alternative programming, tweeted about it as well. Perfect. Uh, what do you want to see in an old person version of that? Show? Well, you know what? The cool thing is that it's smart for them to do this because they can they can film this concurrently with the regular Bachelor show because uh, they'll, you know, all right, let's go film the, uh, we're going to go film the senior Bachelor. Uh, they're out going having dinner right now. And then the date comes to an end. All right. It's seven o'clock. Now we can do the regular Bachelor <laughs> dinner yeah <laughs> and their evening <laughs> right all the early bird special advantages right exactly like uh all right you want to come over and watch matlock all right well let's do that <laughs> as our date i love it but you know what they're gonna do instead they're gonna have them do dates that are like physically challenging or of course it's gonna be like going to a indoor skydiving yes. place or um they're gonna go do vr laser tag <laughs> that's right you know, exactly that's... they're gonna go over they're gonna like they're going to go overboard with uh, what the <laughs> what the seniors can do. Yeah. We know seniors can do everything that that their younger counterparts can do. We know we're yeah. going to be there pretty soon ourselves. So got some, you know. Here's here's Frank on his single ski slalom water ski date with Francis. Right. We'll, we'll let the hilarity ensue. It's going to. I mean, weird. it's going to be. What's interesting about this is that it's going to be. Uh, a lot of contestants on this show who are probably divorcees, maybe even a couple of widowers. I mean, I you know, I expect some real douchebags too, serious douchebags. Like, oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like full on, like all the stereotype boomer stuff. That's all happening mm-hmm. there on that show. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get maybe. some guy who's yeah. just like mega hat, freaking pissed off at everybody. <laughs> it's going to be and is, did they say so they say the bachelor this is probably going to be a dude and lots of ladies again right Maybe. right right right. yeah if it's okay. going to be the bachelor as opposed to the bachelorette because they do rename the show when it's a, a yeah. dudette finding a bunch of dudes yeah super curious about it mm-hmm. uh don't want to watch it though <laughs> i don't really care hopefully we'll see what the you know when they start filming this let's see if there's uh if there's health care yep. there's medicare for <laughs> yeah we need med- the current bachelor uh hit his head on a golf cart and then broke a glass with his forehead, you know, getting into a golf cart. Yeah. And now has a big old scar across his forehead. Yeah. But we'll have a sub small bill that'll be just called Medicare for the cast of uh, the bachelor <laughs> old man version. That's right. Sign uh, up at bachelorhealthcare.org. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have Bill and we'll have Jerry and it's uh, boy, it's yeah. super Tuesday, even if you didn't have super Tuesday. So right. stick around for that, but we need a song first. What do you have? I've got a new song from a local band. Yes, these guys are from Denver, Mile High City uh, band right here. Uh, Heavy metal, too. It's a band called Abrams. Their previous album, Morning, has some uh, breakout, uh, some moments of breakout yearning, but uh, all of it nestled in a bed of burly pounding doom metal that would be best served with an edible. 
because it's Colorado. Yeah. That's what, that, what it says here. Um, their upcoming album is called Modern Ways. Uh, it comes out in July. So you got plenty of time to get get ready for it. I'm sorry, no, t- I take that back. It comes out May 1st on Sailor Records. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can pre-order it and get a couple songs right now. They're going to be performing uh, here at the Larimer Lounge with King Buffalo and at the High Dive with uh, Native Daughters in May. So come check them out. Uh, the band is called Abrams. Here is the song, Joshua Tree.
you guys. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. If you can make it to the tunnel, it's a clean getaway. Yeah, but I can hardly see. Can I do your windshield? The wall crawler. The webhead. Just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Turn there. The truth scanner will make you tell us everything we want to know. Say one word about this hat and I'm out of here. This is the morning stream. everybody welcome back to the program we have uh, entered a new phase of the show where bill duran will enter and only one bill duran will leave <laughs> one man enters one man leaves i feel i feel okay about uh, his odds i yeah. do too i think it's gonna go okay yeah. so let's play this your bat right. caves open there bill hey bill what's going on there. bill how are you bill Good morning. Doing pretty good over oh, here. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, hey, we uh, uh, we think of you often because uh, we always have a bunch of projects, creative ones that we should finish and we don't. And then we think of Bill and go, oh, well, he can do it. Why can't we? And then we go work on them. So thanks mm. for that. And, that. and I speak for the whole audience when I say that. So today we check in with Bill and we find out what he's been up to in the world of prop making and otherwise. Yeah. Bill, what's going on? I'm- I'm glad that's why you think of me too, and it's not because of the upper decker I left in your house about four years ago. <laughs> I'll never forget. It's a time. It's a magical bygones time. Be bygones. Yeah. Magical moment. Anyway, yes. Uh, I have been doing some good old-fashioned hand sculpting, mm. like mm. clay tools, your hands. Sculpting with your hands, or doing sculpting of hands, like making ah, hands out of. See, that's a good question. Mm. Yeah. Sculpting a helmet. With my hands. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can't. I mean, it might work. You could probably sculpt hands using a helmet. I haven't tried. <laughs> if anyone, <laughs> if anyone will find a way, though, we know it yeah. will be. Uh, are you a are you a sculpty guy? Or are we in the, the plasticine era again? Or what are we doing these days for sculpting stuff? I'm I'm not much of a sculptor. Um, I just haven't done it a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, but for this particular project, it's a mask that I'm making for my new book, which is all about foam. And you better believe there is a foam clay. Mm. Oh, a, yeah, and it's super just, light, too. Yeah, you can just go out and buy it. A bunch of different uh, people are selling it online. You might even be able to get it at 
Michaels now. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, foam clay is really cool. It's kind of like a putty. It's a little okay. different than normal clay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, it does stick to EVA foam really well, which is awesome. And then you can just use normal sculpting tools, like traditional sculpting tools, to manipulate it. Uh, and it, uh, it's weird though. It's got like, I don't know how to describe it. It's an air drying medium, but it dries from the outside in. So think about like your pudding. It gets a little skin on the top of oh, it, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. So. As you're working with it, you work with, work in small batches because the uh, part you're working on will start to dry from the outside, and then it's a lot harder to manipulate it. It's kind of kind of pulley a little bit, tears a little bit. Mm. So it's different than like normal normal clay. Mm. It, it does take some getting used to. Sure. Uh, and I also found that you can get really really great fidelity and detail into it, but it, if it dries that way. As the moisture evaporates from the clay and it dries, that fidelity will soften quite a bit. The uh, any fine details that you put in there uh, can soften a bit. So there are some drawbacks to using the foam clay, but it's got a lot of really great potential, a lot of good uh, upsides. Do you have um, uh, do you, when you use the stuff? Does temperature play a role in it, like room temperature? It used to be when I do a lot of stuff with plasticine, we would want a sort of cold room because it meant the clay was right. less was more pliable and you know held together better and that sort of thing yeah that doesn't seem to be that's definitely a factor for like oil-based clays but for this stuff it doesn't seem to be a factor although airflow will dry it faster so if you have oh, a fan blowing on it it will yeah. dry faster yeah if you got real big nostrils aim your mm -hmm. head the yeah, other direction a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Careful uh, now you could sculpt your entire helmet or mask out of just this clay and I'm sure there are some people who would prefer to do that. What I like to do is build sort of a, a base form of like a mask or a helmet uh, using sheets of EVA foam. And then you can sculpt this foam clay right on top of it to add your more organic details. Mm. All right. So. Do, you have a, do, you yeah, have a, so. do you have a preferred uh, brand of this stuff? Or did you already say the name of it? Uh, there are a bunch of different ones. I use uh, stuff my buddy S uh, Steve from SKS sells. Uh, but they're all pretty much the same okay uh like i said too you can just find it online from a bunch of different retailers if you look up foam clay but there's starting to show up uh things like that are starting to show up in michael's and joanne's too which i think is pretty neat yeah everyone's got a michael's oh they? yeah pretty much you can pick up your you can pick up your yaya han uh uh foam eva foam uh, while, yes. you're, while you're there is those are those are at joanne's of course oh joanne's that's not michael's that's right no Damn. yeah we got a they're across the street from each other in my town, and it's, you know, it gets they're a little tense. They're in the same strip mall in Westminster, so yep, yep. <laughs> you can go you both. outside, snapping their fingers. Yep, and snapping and like circling around each other. When you're red, when Michaels, you're Joanne's, you're Joanne's all the way from your first batch of cloth to your last dying day. No, your last <laughs> chunk of clay. It should have been your last chunk nice. of clay. That's right. Yes, that's all right. Ah, so speaking of clay, there there are a lot of other other ways you can uh, you can. Sculpt. A lot of other mediums you can sculpt with. What's cool about the foam clay is that it's very lightweight. So when you're done sculpting it onto, let's say, a mask or a helmet or whatever, it's done. It's nice and lightweight. You can wear it as part of your costume. Mm. Now, more traditional types of clay, uh, they're, you know, wet clays or, or oil-based clays. They're really heavy. Like, you wouldn't want to sculpt a whole bunch of oil-based clay all over and make a whole helmet out of it and then just wear it. It's deformable. It's also really, really heavy. So usually with these other methods for profit costume making, you would make a mold of it and then cast it in something that's lighter and more durable, like urethane or fiberglass. 
Right. Uh, but there are a bunch of other clays, and I recommend if anyone's trying to get into sculpting to try them all. So, for example, wed clay is uh, Walter Elias Disney, I think is what it stands for. Okay. Uh, made by Walt Disney, and it's a water-based clay. It's usually gray. Uh, it's an air-drying clay, and you can work really fast with it. A lot of people prefer that for like making molds and stuff, uh, but a lot of other people will do their like their final sculpts in this clay, even though it, it's an air-drying clay, because they just prefer how it moves. They like how it how it works. You... Uh, the video you've got up there, Scott, it looks like he's using some sort of oil-based clay, like a Chavant or like monster clay. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And also, uh, he started with, I was just going to ask you this, but he started with a chunk of, um, uh, sh he shaped it into a general shape, but a chunk of, uh, uh, what's it called? Foil? Foil, foil like yes, foil. tin foil yeah. in there. Is that a common uh, thing you would do for something like a helmet? Yeah, definitely. Um, it takes up a lot of space, so you have to use a lot less of that clay. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, it makes your the sculpt that you're working with just not as heavy. Uh, so it's a economical and practical. Nice. Yeah, it makes okay. sense. That's cool. Um, that's the sort of clay, too, that where temperature would play a role. In fact, you could heat it up to make it softer and work with it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then you could hit it with a can of air to cool it down. And then you can go in and scratch fine details into the surface. Yeah, I have a, I have a friend who sculpts who uh, wants to start streaming and bought uh, regular halogen style lights and they were too hot and it would make oh. the clay too mm -hmm. too uh, melty. Sure. So Pliable. I went, Maybe, yeah. well, why don't you do LEDs? And now it's all good. The LEDs are yeah, great. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no heat. <laughs> Uh, another, there are lots of other clays too, but a lot of people like polymer clays, like Sculpey. Mm -hmm. In fact, some people just prefer, again, like I said, they prefer the way it moves. So they'll use Sculpey and not bake it. They'll reuse it, mm -hmm. um, like you would like oil-based clay. Right. Uh, it really comes down to preference, I found. I, I know a lot of different sculptors, they all use whatever clay is their favorite. I think the best thing you could do if you want to get into it is just buy a small hunk of the clay, something reusable, like an oil-based clay or maybe just some Sculpey. Buy some basic tools and just get used to working with that material. Just poke around and consider each of your sculpts like a sketch, like you were drawing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think for some reason when you're sculpting something three-dimensional, people tend to feel like, no, this is the final thing. It's like, no, it's a sketch. Sculpt the little thing and then smash it up and sculpt another thing. Mm -hmm. Get some practice in. Yeah. All right. When you... Um... Uh, finish a sculpture, do you immediately have this feeling of like, I need to cast this ASAP. Like, I need to make this stay forever because otherwise you're, you know, you can't just be the clay, right? You're going to go bronze right, it or right, you're going to yeah. do whatever. And, I mean, it depends if it's any good. <laughs> right, right. And that's the best part with like, the. Oh, I use monster clay for the most part whenever I do this kind of work. Um, if I sculpt something and I don't like it, I can just melt it. Just hit it with a heat gun, just go rage to the last arc on that thing and melt it off and then start again yeah in fact i think the thing he just he's using monster clay in this video mm -hmm. i was looking at and i'm looking at it on amazon you can get a big chunk of this stuff five pound chunk premium grade for 29 bucks it's not too bad there you go yeah yeah and it's reusable like i the monster clay i bought 10 years ago is still good so yeah that stuff lasts forever um Oh, you're making me want to sculpt again i used to do this i know forever ago. i know it's great isn't it yeah i kind of want to get back into it now Damn you! Wait until you see the mask get sculpted. You know what? Ooh, this might be the cool. this might be the finally I can when you come on the show one time I can finally show some. I'm gonna sculpt something. That's what I'm gonna do. do. It. I'm doing do it. it. I'm doing it. Cool. You can't play. you can't stop me. 
right. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, this is all great. Uh, if you have any questions about all that stuff, you can always find Bill on uh, Twitter, and he'll give you some more information over there at Chinbeard. Also, mm-hmm. uh, any uh, bonus link today you want to give us? Absolutely. This is a really fun project. So my pal Bob did this project. It's a guitar. Dropping a link in the chat. Uh, he made this guitar for this musician named Rob Scallon. And the video is Rob's video. Uh, it's a modified, it's a normal electric guitar that he modified to what is known as a B bender. I had never heard of this before. B bender. The idea is you modify it so that you can stretch just the B string. And you do it by pushing down on the guitar and the mechanism is attached to the guitar strap. Like seeing the inner workings of this. That is really cool. That's so cool. And then Rob is just like a virtuoso with a guitar. So the video is him playing around with it. And it's an effect I had never heard before. And it's really super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, of course, there's there's also a video where Bob um, did the modification. So there's a couple of videos. It's really worth checking out. This guy with the so this thing beanie. can only have one one string in it, right? Because you're it's only, you're only going to be able to affect one string with this. Right, string. but yeah. but he still plays all the other strings and oh, bends cool. the one string. It sounds really cool. Oh, like, oh, so it so it only bends one string, but you still yeah. have the other the other strings in this thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's bizarre. Effect. It's a really weird effect, but it's so cool. So the guy with the beanie, what's his name? Rob Scallon. All right, he looks C A L L O N. He looks like a young. Uh, a young um what's his name a bam margera is who he looks like there you go. yeah sure freaking me out a little bit anyway i just watched an interview this with bam really cool. who looks terrible today by the way looking rough. i love the i love the uh i like to make stuff guy he is so cool and just seems yep. so nice and plus he just seems to really he just seems to really like making stuff you know he, he really does on, he slept on my couch once whoa nice Dad. didn't even yeah. offer him a spare bed wow huh. it was, day, it was taken Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, well, excellent. This is all did good stuff. He, did you wake up and he'd like made it into a four poster yeah. uh, queen size? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. Wake up, you got a whole new bedroom set. Oh, I just felt like making it. Yeah. Uh, Bill Duran, everybody. Like I said earlier, Chinbeard on Twitter. PunishedProps.com is the site. You can also find his YouTube channel on YouTube at Punished Props. And uh, I guess that's it, Bill. Have a fantastic week. Take it easy. See you later. Bye. See ya. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. All right, let's talk to Super Tuesday himself. (laughs) He is Super Tuesday. He really is Super Tuesday as far as I'm concerned. And his little opening theme goes a little something like this. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Here on this Super Tuesday, (laughs) Mr. Justin Robert Young, the Superest of Tuesdays. Uh, joining us now, right now on the air, his Love mother. That shirt, dude. That is awesome. <laughs> what does it say? I, hi, didn't I interview, didn't you, I interview you four years ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Did you? Uh, yeah, there's it? a great, a great uh, a shop in Des Moines called uh, Ray Gun that does a lot of political stuff, and so uh, I had to get this my my on the road journalistic hack shirt, yeah. and then uh, there's another one that already had half of the candidates that had run crossed out and so i'm crossing out all the other ones as they drop out <laughs> until eventually only one or none will remain because right well that'd be an ones. interesting uh yeah. change of pace actually we should talk about that because since you were here man how things can change in a week yeah um oh god yeah, yeah. I mean, just in in 48 hours really the entire race mm-hmm. changed yeah mm-hmm. everybody's kind of out not everybody 
Um, mm. Bloomberg's holding on for dear life. And uh, who else? Who else is? Oh, and Warren, of course. But right uh, but Bloomberg, things Warren Biden and, and Sanders. Yeah, and didn't didn't things take a bit of a turn in your prediction world because you kind of thought Biden this was going to be Biden's uh, sort of not death knell, but you thought this would be sort of the end of his. Yeah, run. no, I mean, uh, uh, I will happily uh, eat it on this one. I I saw what everybody else saw with their own two eyes, and and my sense on the ground with the Biden campaign here. I have it right here. Mm. Look at this. This is, you know. Bernie Sanders in Iowa, for those of you who are watching on video, this is this press pass, right? <laughs> it is a it is a, a substantial, you know, hard cardstock kind of thing. Amy Klobuchar has an even nicer one yeah. that's like plastic. Mm-hmm. Within six days, this is what I got from the Biden camp. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, like uh, wow, 500, re- 500 sheet ream Office Depot paper. Yep. Yeah, yep. like this, this was for the lying dog face pony soldier. Uh, event oh, wow. like <laughs> all, all the word on the street was that he was running out of money uh he had taken a gigantic l in iowa another huge loss in uh, uh new hampshire and then got drilled by 25 points in nevada which he called the you know his comeback kid victory but ultimately there was nobody else that could uh, uh really speak to the african-american vote Joe Biden still uh, very much uh, is in their hearts, at least in South Carolina. He got the endorsement that he needed to get in Jim Clyburn, who's the senator down there. And not only was it a win, I think everybody was expecting for him to win. The question was exactly how close somebody else would be, most likely Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Uh, but it was a drumming. It was just an, a, a, a deafening blowout for Biden, which was its own surprise. Even more surprising is that the 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 culling of the centrist lane, uh, which folks had kind of uh, uh, wondered when would start happening. I thought Amy Klobuchar was going to drop out after Iowa. Yeah. Uh, but she seemed it, you know, bent and intent on staying in through Super Tuesday so she could compete in Minnesota. That doesn't happen. She drops out. Uh, only 16 hours after her mortal rival Pete Buttigieg drops out. They both endorsed Biden. On the same day, although not at the same event. Yeah, separate events, right? Funny. It's so weird. Separate events. Yeah. Uh, Beto O'Rourke raises from the dead uh, <laughs> so he can uh, endorse Biden and then uh, live stream them at, at Whataburger afterward. Uh, but no, this is now, if you are wary of Bernie, if you don't think that Medicare for All is something that can win in the general election... The centrists have basically all cleared out to to have one clear voice. Mm. Vote for Biden. Mm. Hold your nose. Uh, uh, This is the best, most electable shot that the centrists are offering right now. Yeah. And so um, all the others who have dropped out, Yang, everybody else, have they all weighed in on who they? Yang has said he's not going to endorse anybody unless they take on UBI which it seems unlikely anybody in the front-running position is going to take. His uh, campaign manager came out today and said that he wasn't going to be endorsing anybody uh, before they have some announcement. I assume it's going to be some political action committee or a charity or something like that on Thursday, and he's not going to endorse anybody before then for sure. Uh, But Marianne Williamson has come out and endorsed Bernie. Oh, has (laughs) Uh, she? Okay. So so there there is that. Bill de Blasio has come out and endorsed Bernie. 
but uh, uh, I think of those are the that's that's pretty much the list of the dropped out. Who's the other? Who's wait? Who's the billionaire dude that just dropped out too? I forgot his name. Uh, Tom Steyer. Steyer, yeah. Tom Steyer. Didn't Tom to- Steyer has not endorsed anybody yet, unless he endorsed Biden. I'm not sure. There was there was a uh, a lot of Steyer activity over the weekend. It's pretty bad that I said uh, the the my question was actually. Uh, What's that other millionaire billionaire guy's name who just dropped out? Like that guy never got his name on the lips no, he, he of made households. It to one debate and that's it, right? No, no, no. He made it to a couple debates. Uh, he, he really um, he he sort of exploited the rules a little bit. And even though he wasn't polling particularly well nationally or in the early states, he was polling well in South Carolina the entire time. And okay. since South Carolina was part of the first four states that the DNC was using to uh, uh, get people into the debates they uh had to take his numbers and so he got in for for a bunch of them but uh but now he is out after one of the most surreal rallies that i have ever been to in my entire life and and if i ever go to a weirder political rally then i will be a blessed man (laughs) because it was bizarre on friday night it was tom steyer Yolanda Adams, the gospel artist. Yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff, hip hop icon, alongside Will Smith back in the day. Yeah. And uh, Juvenile. <laughs> As in Cash Money Records taking over for the 9 9 and the 2000. Yeah. Juvenile. Yeah, yeah. Back that ass up, Juvenile. Yeah. And uh, lo, it was oh. there in Allen University. And you can see the video on my Twitter. You can listen. I, I did a whole that. little audio documentary. Uh, on the on the politics 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 feed, I would encourage you to go listen to it because there were just a lot of rich nook and crannies. But the big moment was Tom Steyer getting up on stage and uh, uh, just shaking and did he rock the mic jerking. like a vandal? He he did none. No, he did not. He he rocked no <laughs> mic. In fact, there's a great moment in the sound that I got where a guy next to me halfway through just yells. Tom don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love uh, that but, story. But I would, I would go ahead and uh, I would, I would, I would encourage everybody to go listen to that episode because there was, God, it was so weird. Tom Steyer's wife, who, by the way, they always refer to each other by their first and last name, and their children always refer to them by their first and last hmm, name. Really? Like their children will will call them like my. Uh, 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 my father Tom Steyer and my mother Cat Taylor. Weird. And and they will always refer to each other like that. Um, Why? What what, what's the, the point in of that? the privacy of their own home? <laughs> I, I, dude, I don't know. And Tom I have Steyer, no answer. Could you take out you. the trash, please? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, no. Then they kept also going on and on about how Cat Taylor had moved to South Carolina for the campaign. Oh. Not that they had moved. Cat Taylor had moved to South Carolina and like they're billionaires, right? Like yeah. what is really moving? Like yeah. you just rent or right. buy he's another really, property yeah, exactly. and you're spending more time there. But anyway, Cat Taylor came out and sang a song that she wrote herself, huh. uh, acapella. And you can listen to it all on the politics, politics, politics episode. It is, it is just, uh, I, I wish I could live in that moment forever, to be honest with you. Wow. I didn't realize that's just an, that's an, an insane sounding scene. That just sounds crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm glad you were there. That's awesome. You got to see it. Do, uh, uh, no, it was it was certainly bizarre. But uh, 
you know, Biden was the guy and now he's the guy today uh, because, you know, there's some polls. You have no idea how serious to take them that show that there is a Biden bounce, especially in states like Texas and California. So if you are just coming into this and, and now you're just sort of your brain's turning online for, for politics, this is really what you got to watch tonight. Bernie almost assuredly is going to win in California. The question is by how much. Initially, the thought was if Biden doesn't get to 15%, he gets no delegates in California. And that is the richest haul in the entire primary game. Hmm. So Bernie taking the lion's share, if not all of those delegates, would be a massive step toward him actually crossing the delegate threshold and being the nominee before any kind of convention uh, uh, situation. But... After all the dropouts, after the uh, uh, after the the endorsements, it looks as if there is a Biden push, and there has been over the past week or so. We'll see exactly where that lands. But the higher Biden gets over fifteen percent, the better it off, uh, better it is for him. The worse it is for Bernie. The other thing you got to look at is Texas. Texas has run about four to five percentage points with Bernie ahead. Can Biden at the 11th hour take a take a run at that? Can yeah. he possibly win Texas? That would also go a long way to putting Biden in a position to uh, uh, blunt some of uh, Bernie's other wins during Super Tuesday. The game for Biden is not to win. The game for Biden is to deny Bernie the kind of momentum that he would otherwise get. Because at this point, it's looking more and more likely that a thing I thought would never happen a contested convention in the year of our Lord 2020 may indeed come to pass. Wow. And at that point, folks, open up the gates of hell because wow. we are going to have a brutal slog for about the next three to four months. Uh, it will be no friends, battle lines drawn, mm. uh, uh, and it will march toward an eventual moment where if this math holds, Bernie Sanders will have the most delegates and Bernie Sanders will leave Milwaukee without the nomination. Wow. That's insane. Also, uh, there'll be a, a, a the slight issue of a pandemic banging on the door outside <laughs> the whole time going, hey, uh, I'm a real thing. Stuff's going on out here. Half empty town halls with people with masks on. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Could be a real Well, there, it looks one. like there is good news on that. The, 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 the latest news out of China was that uh, they have, uh, you know, their, their emergency response stuff has... Uh, drastically reduced. They have a lot of empty hospital beds. So uh, hopefully, 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 you know, we are, this isn't something that will totally cripple the world. Yeah, that would uh, be good. I would like to have us not cripple the world. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, well, all right then. I, I mean, this just feels like a very intense thing. I mean, as of today, like the, the Super Tuesday results stuff, any hot takes on, on any of that other than what we've talked about? Like, do you think we're going to have any controversial things? Do you think Warren drops out immediately after this? Like, what do you I do? wouldn't be shocked if Warren drops out right after this. I really don't know what her game is. Uh, certainly she will be, I mean, if we're talking about a matter of a couple percentage points, mm -hmm. the Bernie folks will not be happy if let's say Biden wins Texas and Warren gets about 10% something like that uh, uh they will not be happy if uh warren takes 14 percent in in california that therefore putting her below the delegate threshold but enough to certainly uh uh in in the minds of bernie 
supporters uh, uh, make up for Biden kind of catching uh, Sanders. So I, I don't know. I mean, the one thing that I will tell everybody to expect, don't expect California results tonight. They ain't coming. Oh, okay. you, you, you might get you might get uh, mail in stuff early. But other than that, don't expect any kind of substantive results before, especially if you're on the East Coast, before you go to sleep. Texas is going to be the tale to tell tonight. And then going forward, obviously, we'll know exactly what happened in California. But uh, beyond maybe a first draft glance of, of how things will go, which will likely heavily favor Bernie, considering late Biden support will probably be the, 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 the tale to be told. Uh, do not expect anything from California. Interesting. Not because of any irregularities or weirdness, just it's going to take forever. Right? It's a massive state, and I, I they are historically very slow to count. Yeah, like that. That's just. But normally, nobody cares because California is so late in the game. Right. No one usually that, cares. Yeah, I mean, usually after Super Tuesday, you kind of have the story. Yeah. The only difference now is that. The establishment candidate will likely be second. Right. The insurgent candidate will likely be first. And so now the question will be, can the insurgent candidate win enough delegates to push them over the 1991 line that they need? And that's the count, not the year. Um, or uh, will it will will Bernie remain under 1,991 delegates? Uh, and then at that point, we basically... Like, I don't want to say riot, but there's going to be a riot in Milwaukee. I'm just like, I'm just putting it out there. Like when I say that that 2020 is not ready for a contested convention, yeah. I mean, 2020 is not ready for a contested convention. Yeah. Like we don't we, we we evolved a system over the last 50 plus years to avoid this kind of stuff. And we are right now in the most uh, uh, charge moment in politics that we've had in the last you know, 30 years since there was a, a riot at another convention, right? Yeah. Uh, I, the mood that I get from talking to Bernie people on the ground, these are the people that like volunteer and canvas for Bernie. They are expecting some screwy stuff. And this would exactly be the kind of screwy stuff that would lead to anger. There was anger mm. in 2016. Yeah. And I can't imagine if, if we get another email hack or something like mm. that, that right. just lays bare coordination from certain elements of the party. I mean, hell, at this point, you know, whoever pulls the strings, whoever was taught whispering in somebody's ear, yeah. just got three candidates to drop out within 24 hours, and all of them endorse uh, one candidate. Yeah, that's you coordination. You don't. I was gonna say you don't think that's uh, by accident. Those guys are coordinating. Are they're 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 they've got a plan with having talking behind the scenes. Yeah, they must be right. They mm -hmm. must be. I don't want to be conspiratorial, but it seems like they must be. I no, I mean, there's just ways that you can get that out, yeah. right? There's 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 ways that you can uh, there's ways that you can uh, uh, un, you know that you can uh, 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 get the the message out, be it through donors. I mean, that's really the biggest thing yeah. is that effectively this moment right now is the donor class saying to the centrist candidates. Hey, man, nice shot. However, yeah. we've got one person that can speak to black people. Yeah. It's Joe Biden. And let's 
ignore the fact that he may or may not be a shambling corpse reanimated <laughs> through voodoo magic. Uh, let's ignore the fact that he keeps confusing whether or not he's running for president or senator. All right. Let's, I let's just ignore- worry. I worry about how he does in the debates against Trump. If it's if it's down to him and Trump, you know, like he'll the be... debates are the least that you should worry about. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, the biggest problem with Biden is that Trump is going to say the things that everybody's thinking. Mm-hmm. Trump's right. going to call him a dementia patient. Sleepy, right? right. Yeah. No, I mean he says that now. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to remember when when Castro got booed for saying like, "Oh, did you forget something?" Yeah. Like, you know, did you did you lose your train of oh, thought? Right. And everyone's right. like, boo, you're making fun of it's elder uh, abuse discrimination. Yeah. Right. Right. Trump will not care about that. He's going to no. say that he's old, sleepy Joe's losing his marbles and he doesn't know where he is. And everyone and the media is going to react like, oh, you can't say that. That's bad. It's bad <laughs> that he's saying that a president can't say that. Bah, 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 bah. And at the end of the day, everyone's going to be like, yeah, I mean, he does seem like he has dementia, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. And it's, you know, that's that's gonna be, that's gonna be what it is. And that's before we get into the fact that, like, look, I said this before. I'll say it now. I'll say it again later. If indeed he is the nominee, Hunter Biden, his son, is going to be as if Hillary Clinton's private email server grew legs, left her home. <laughs> And started smoking crack and impregnating strippers and refusing to take, you know, responsibility for it. Like this is this is going to be it is far more tabloid heavy than the email server or Benghazi Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Right. That's that's political wing stuff. Everybody's going to care about the guy who broke up his family so he could sleep with his brother's widow. Yeah. Everybody's going to care about the guy who impregnated a stripper and then refused paternity until he got called out. Everybody's going to care about the guy that apparently smoked so much crack at a strip club VIP room that all the strippers knew him as the guy who smokes crack in the VIP room. <laughs> oh, like, geez. you know, this <laughs> is that one. Wow. And by the way, that's before we even get any of these people on the record. Right. Mm-hmm. That These are just the stories that are Googleable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wait until Donald Trump brings that baby to the front row of the debate. Yeah. Like, that's why I would really is- I wish, you know, in a way I just well, I don't know how you do it, but I I know that Bernie Sanders would do better on that stage. I just know it. I 100% know it. In my heart of hearts, I know he would get in there and go, listen, listen. Blah, 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 and he would know what the to 40% say. 40% of the 20%. Yes, he here's would freak the way, him out. The, I mean, the, the problem is when people want to think about Trump is that they want to battle him. You know, because that has been the way that races have been run, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. looking for the perfect comeback. Everyone's looking for the perfect way that you can take a slip up and maximize it. Sure. That doesn't work with Trump. Yeah. Trump feeds on anything. The more you're dancing to his tune, the he'll always be able to uh, be better than you in in the moment to turn the chaos to his advantage. He's just he's too practiced in it. He came up in the New York media. Like that's that's what he has done forever in a way that politicians have played this kind of gentleman's game uh, uh and also they're in general not terribly good at being interesting even when they're trying to. Mm-hmm. The the only way, in my opinion, that you beat Trump is that you kind of a treat him like a regular president and just say, "All right, let's not take everything to 150 miles per hour." Right? Let's let's not let's save our powder to the things that really resonate. And number two, mainly talk about your own offense. 
talk about your own thing. If Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden were to be the nominee, the way you beat Trump is not talking about Trump. Yeah. It's about talking about mm-hmm. what you are going to do, how you are going to, uh, uh, how you, the direction you are going to take the country. That's in general a truism in politics, but I think here it, 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 it really is the only golden rule. And in my opinion, politically, right, ideologically, everybody can have their opinions, but the only person that's out there doing that is Bernie. You know, I, I was at the South Carolina rally and Bernie had this moment where he mentioned the coronavirus and uh, uh, said that Trump was here in South Carolina to like troll the, the the Democratic Party and he should be back in Washington handling the coronavirus. Right. Right. And it and it stuck out to me because Bernie very rarely does stuff like that. Mm. He very rarely gets into the micro. It's always about the macro. You are a working class person. You've never had a champion. I will be your champion. Here are the things that I will do. Everything else is noise. And and it felt interesting that he wanted to take a very conventional politician stance on where Donald Trump was and what he should be doing otherwise. Because normally he's, he doesn't care. Right. Whatever. Trump's going to do whatever he does. Right. I'm going to do what I do. And right. I think that the people that are going to come out and vote are going to are going to vote for me. I think that that is far more the the prescription is you can't can't get into this, you know, oh, I can't I, I would love to see this person on on a debate stage with Trump. They, they'd school them. It's like ah, they, they might get some one liners off. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there'd be plenty of yes, queens on Twitter. But <laughs> I, I don't know if that really matters. Yeah. I don't know if that really gets anybody yeah. to the polls. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't either. I guess I just don't want somebody who's just going to be an easy mark on stage. And you could mm-hmm. argue that Hillary Clinton was not an easy mark, and also focused most of her debate time on issues or what she was going to do. Mm-hmm. But that was also a it was Hillary Clinton. She had just mm-hmm. you know that, that that was already a way to have anyone who doesn't like her just. It didn't matter what she said. Like it always felt like it didn't matter what she's going to say here. She's just going to get torn well, apart. Well, I mean, yeah, she's a flawed candidate who had paper mache over so many of her flaws over the past several decades that I, I think it was easy to just even hint around stuff. Right. You could just say crooked Hillary and everybody could fill in what they thought she was crooked for. Right. They all right. went, oh, they killed that one guy or they whitewater. Like they just pull stuff out. Boners and blowjobs and whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're you're right, and so right. so that's the reason why. Like I, I tried to imagine or picture just about everybody up on that stage, and there are two people that I feel like would be the best on stage v Trump, and 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 it doesn't matter that I think this because they've all either dropped out or they're to Gunu, but I think that Andrew Yang would have been great because he doesn't seem. I think I think Andrew Yang would have mostly talked about. Yes. You know, his own stuff. Right. He would have talked about where he sees the country and why he's going to offer the, the, the solutions that he's offered. And he also was the only person up on that stage that was saying Trump's not the problem. Right. The problem are these large issues that Trump took advantage of. Right. So if we keep blaming the we keep blaming Trump, then we're then we're not focusing on these larger issues. And his larger issue was automation. Right. And people are losing their job and there's economic instability. Uh, you know, I, I think that's. That to me was a novel concept, but you know he was he kind of came out of nowhere, and he should be proud of the race he ran. I I agree, but the, the the beauty of that too is even if Trump decides to just go full hog, go after Yang on stage, 
he would just come off looking really mean in that scenario versus if it's Biden or if it's mm-hmm. because in people's heads, they'll be like, oh, yeah, this Hunter, Hunter Biden stuff is pretty weird. Or, yeah, this uh, these things that um, Bloomberg said once or twice back in the day were pretty bad. Like Yang didn't have that stuff. And not only that, he just kind of had kind of a, well, all right, I've got these ideas. And he was always kind of calm and he never got too emotionally worked up. And it would just, I think that juxtaposition would have made Trump just seem like an ass. Even to people who are, who like it when he's an ass, it would seem, yeah. it would seem extra assy. Kind of like a, you know, when a bully's picking on a kid and there's just, <laughs> there's a feeling in the room of, ooh, he shouldn't be, this is mm-hmm. no good. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that was what I was hoping would happen. I don't think, he, I don't think we get that with Biden. I think we get more of a, and then him yelling if it was if it was Bernie and it would be a different kind of dynamic but not necessarily the same and the only other person I, I would have put up there and said that it would have made Trump seem mean all the time might have been Judge, maybe mm. but so now at this stage if it ends up being Biden it's just going to be a, oh, I don't know dude it's going to be a slaughter mm. up there because he can be a total a-hole with full immunity yeah. to being yeah. an a-hole. <laughs> It'd be the first debate where where fists come out. I can't just see Maybe. Well, here's, Biden here's, would be the guy who'd walk across the, straight, the stage. and. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing. Of all of the realistic contenders, so apologies to Aloha Gang supporting Tulsi Gabbard, who might get her first delegate in American Samoa today. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Historic uh, moment there. There you go. Uh Donald Trump is the youngest candidate running. <laughs> I don't like this at all. No. This is so he was already too old the last time we all were going sitting around going, Oh, we shouldn't start this old. This is no good. He was he was the oldest president ever elected, and he is the youngest candidate against Warren, Biden, and Bloomberg. Wow. I don't like any of that talk. <laughs> that blows my mind that he's younger than Warren. Uh, yeah, yeah, Warren's well, old. She, she's she is in a lot better shape than he is, but she really only got into politics like like in 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 the like mid nineties. She, she didn't run for office until uh, in into the two thousands. I mean, she was a Republican until the mid nineties. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man, I don't know. I'm 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 super. I, this is all going to be. I mean, I'm seeing this all through your lens, thankfully, because I feel like your lens is is the least. Um, or I shouldn't even say the least. You just don't have an agenda you're just sort of laying it out there and i yeah. need i need that right now especially with all this stuff going on and uh, the this virus fears on the backs of it and uh all of this weirdness going on right now just seems insane for an election year it seems mm-hmm. insane so more justin robert young's out there covering it from his no no one justin robert young. i want to <laughs> monopolize it i don't need anybody else i'm the, I'm the only person doing the- this take politics seriously.com uh, uh go listen to my juvenile uh audio documentary uh uh, uh that's it I'm, I'm quarter in the market baby nobody else on this corner yeah make sure to check out my new podcast politicians 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 that's no right. that's right i don't need the generics i want i want to hold the patent on this drug well good luck uh no i, I really I, it's appreciated in this uh, time of turmoil is there anything else going on uh, this week you'd like people to check oh, out? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I I screwed that up. Elizabeth Warren is three years younger than Trump. Oh. Uh, so maybe it's just, it's just Biden and That's, Bloomberg. Of the men running. Of the men running. I would not even guess that it was that close. Jeez. Yeah. Right. Of, of the men running, he is the youngest. Wait. And, and likely likely within 24 hours, he'll be the youngest. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no yeah. offense. I, I, I mean, if I'm... 
if you line go up, ahead we're gonna go ahead and crockpot that opinion and just set it and forget it until yeah. it's right <laughs> yeah sounds about right to me um all right anything else going on you want to mention yeah, uh, I'll be live for most of the day today. I'm only going to take like a two-hour break in the middle of it. But uh, right after this, head on over to twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. And then from about 3 o'clock uh, Pacific time on into uh, the evening, I'll be streaming uh, politics stuff and then off into Night Attack a little bit later. But uh, uh, other than that, the, the Politics, Politics, Politics program has been exploding. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll tell you what, even if you just sign up and then delete. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I did a great episode with uh, uh, yesterday that is there for Patreon uh, subscribers uh, at TakePoliticsSeriously.com. It was like a 40-minute episode. Normally, these things are like 10 to 15 minutes. I did 40 minutes because there was so much to talk about with all the dropouts, what I think is going to happen on Super Tuesday, and an interview with my mom, who was such a gigantic Pete Buttigieg supporter. She was literally days away from moving a volunteer into her house so Pete, so Pete wow. could campaign in uh, uh, the Orlando area. Wow. Like, that's how hardcore wow. she was into it. And so I asked her, now that Pete's out, who is she leaning toward? You can go ahead and get that answer mm. if you head on over to TakePoliticsSeriously.com. An over 60 Florida voter. This is a, a key voting demo. Right. That's amazing. She was, she's the one, she's a hanging Chad in a world of regular Chads or something. Uh, Justin Robert Young, everybody. Justin R. Young on Twitter. We'll see you later. See you. He, he saluted us. Did you see that at the end? He there? did. That was nice of him. It, you know, plus we deserve it. Did we deserve it? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I feel like sure. I may never deserve it. Totally truly deserve it. Uh, uh, <laughs> a salute. Salute seems a little much for me. Um, all right. Uh, well done. That was fun. Let's now uh, divert our attention to ending the show. So uh, we're going to be here tomorrow. We'll have all the normal stuff mm -hmm. tomorrow, and uh, all things are good. I do think I've got Kim talked into doing something fun for PM on Friday. So while Brian's cool. gone, we'll do that. Um, and Thursday's still Thursday's still a go. We still have two more days of regular show. Oh, yeah. Thursday's good. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to get ahead of myself there, but yeah. My thir uh, tomorrow and Thursday, all normal, all good. Everything's mm -hmm. good. And then Friday, uh, we'll we'll see how that goes, but there will be something that's that right. day. Cool. Uh, okay, I think that's everything. Uh, yes, it is. All right, so let's get out of here. Do you have a uh, song? To oh, I should say, sorry. Patreon.com slash TMS is our support link. Please go there. Help us out. It is how we do stuff and uh, make things happen. Uh, J.C. Calhoun says, is Skim Till is still a show? Of course it is. I just put up a new episode yesterday. Are you smoking the crack? Of course it's a show. <laughs> we put up shows every week. What are you talking about? It's up there now. Literally up there now, and there's another one on Thursday. Anyway, uh, patreon.com slash TMS is where you go. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. All right, Brian, now now do a song. Now. Okay. So this isn't a request unless you call it a request from me. Let's call it that. Uh, a few years ago at the Nerdtacular event, we had Marion Call as a guest performer. And uh, this is one of her songs. It, it flies right in the response from yesterday's Babel Royale, where Scott and Brian Dunaway had to name elements. This is a cover, sort of, of the Tom Lehrer song, The Elements, which is the song that lists all the elements, at least lists all the elements that had been discovered at the time Tom Lehrer wrote that version. Uh, this is a version of the elements featuring elements you don't find on the periodic table, uh, things you find in Marvel comics and avatar and the fifth element and things like that. So enjoy it. This is the elements expanded 
by Marion Call. There's isogen and necrogen and mithril and vibranium and arcanite and kryptonite and also and obtanium, platinum, gundanium, jambonium, chelonium and carbonite and corbamite and scrith and wonderfonium, energon and metroton and flubber and shazamium, naquadria and claudia and also adamantium, visorium, rodinium, sacrodite and nucleon. And Stothergos, Drakrid, and Metal Dragonbane, and Phlogiston. <sighs> Dilithium, Trilithium, Phazon, and Amazonium, Bombastium, Pizazium, Melange, and Randomodium, Illudium, Q36, Ice9, and Thiatimaline, and Oxium, and Octogen, and Polarite, and Soylent Green. <laughs> it's really more of a compound Soylent Green, I suppose. There's liquid quartz and ruby quartz and oxyphyrum alkahide, iridium, turbidium, dark steel and metacyanite, balthazite, bendesium, byzantium and magicite, and protonite and grimacite and phosphate and their solaronite, phonium, bazulium, balonium, and birium, infernium, neuridium, and slut and atmospherium, thersesium, francolithic, mixiolibidium, erixidix, hydroxide, and obsidium. There's mordite, morphite, nethocyte, ruin, monopasium, antilium, and trinium, and zen, and obsidasium, dractonium, afradium, red rain, and raritanium, coadier, celestromons, bastille, and dolicanium. And then there's love, the one that saved the world in the fifth element. Though the fifth is really boron if you're wondering what the hell I meant. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Mm-mm.